are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude it, it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> your podcast f- sucks it's mental mate hey hey ho ho this eric butler has got to go hey hey you look oh, a little oh. grainy, bro. A little grainy? I could fix that. A little bit. Entertain the people with an intro. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> you put me on the spot. I, I don't have an intro, bro. So we're going to wait for Andrew to get back. But um, I guess my biggest gripe is Bobby Altkoff, right? So I'm not taking away anything from her hard work ethic, but how did she... she Managed to, she managed to get the algorithm in a chokehold seemingly overnight, and now we're all forced to watch her incredibly unfunny interviews. Uh, yeah, I assume you're talking about that Bobby Aldhoff girl, which we're going to talk about today. And then we're also going to talk about Big Greta T, the Big T, I guess we could just call her the Big Thun, Big Thunder. And uh, Ben <laughs> Bankus is attempting to be canceled by power to be over to t- at TikTok. So a little bit more TikTok um, content than we'd like this week, I guess. But it's in place of the transgender, you know, well, content just, that we're used to, right? Well, I mean, I can always, we can always go for a nice little T-former content. Um, but I tried, bro. I got into like a 20-minute rabbit hole of this woman's content to try to like find the humor i get the shtick i guess but it's just it's not for me i'm missing the, <laughs> I, the whole point i think on some base level things have to be funny but then you just don't watch like we're not about to go around and try to get this girl canceled and if she's doing any appearances you know email drake and tell her that tell him that he shouldn't be on this girl's show i don't think any of us are going to do that just trying to find um no whoa, i solely here. i solely want for somebody to explain to me that why they truly find it funny she's she's got big names so you're in the algorithm but get mm-hmm. show me one bit show me one clip where it's like this is clever this is funny and then explain it to me like i'm five years old because as far as i can tell <laughs> as far as i can tell the entire shtick is her being not funny with one giant boob and one little boob hmm. that's the shtick it's an interesting angle well friend of the show ben bankus is usually an offensive comedian and he has this bit, you know, he was one of the only, and I could credit him actually, Ben Banks was the first comedian in Canada to host stand-up comedy shows during lockdowns. He did it in a park, and that's how a lot of people, including myself, became aware of him. And then he was the first comedian to start, you know, talking about the establishment and Justin Trudeau, and uh, I can't believe I forget her name right now, who's the, uh, who's our... Dr. Fauci in Canada? Uh, oh, oh, I'm going to sound incredibly racist because I don't know her name, but I know what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Teresa Leanna, Tam. No. Okay. Teresa Tam. Le- Le- Teresa Tam, who is not in, by any stretch of the ma- imagination even close to... Um, <laughs> Being a man? <laughs> so I don't know. No, Teresa Tam, who does not look anything or sound anything like our other little... 
Asian woman, Dr. Fauci from Pennsylvania, I believe. Oh, not, I had her name. Or what Olivia Chow. Not, not Olivia Chow. the mayor of Toronto. Le- Leanna Wynn. Or her. Leanna Wynn. Well, um, this whole confusion, Eric, is why Ben Bankus is racist. So he's been doing these impressions. Uh, Leanna Ch- Wynn. Very good. Or the Boston mayor. Uh, he's been doing this impressions of, you know, Asian women who are in power for a couple of years. Trudeau, um, the conservative leader. He, he does them of any person of any background, and he's been doing them for at least two years now. And he's gotten pretty big. He's been on Kill Tony in, in Texas. He travels the country uh, doing stand up. And now TikTok has gotten wind of him. And we're going to show you their attempt to cancel him, which is, you know, they're a little off base in terms of what they think is true, and I'll get to that in a second. But first, let's see some of the examples, and they get worse as they go along. Hello. I don't get it. Can you explain the joke to me? She doesn't sound like that. So that's what one white woman, of course. Then we can move no. on to another white woman. All the comments are people calling you out. Have you have you read any of them? The fact that you thought of this idea, got dressed up, recorded it, edited, watched it, and was like, yeah, that's it. Oh, my name is Olivia Chow, <laughs> and I am your new mayor of Toronto. This is like the most overused and unoriginal skit that there is. And it's- why Why is this woman whispering? Is she a teenager in her house making content? We're, the problem with this argument, Eric, is going to be that we have to, for time's sake, blow past the entire idea that these are adult women who spend their time on TikTok and then make videos about what they're offended by. We have to blow past that or else we're going to run out of time. Hello, it's me, Arabia <laughs> Chow. Uh, okay, well, can I just say, first of all, it was the very first girl who said exactly the same thing that I'm saying about Bobby. Himself, right? Like, somebody explain to me why this is funny. Now, <laughs> as, as much as um, we want to make sure that Ben is a friend of the show, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I've been following his content incredibly close. So it, it is funny for some people. It's not funny for others. Obviously, the white women are going to bat here because they <laughs> they love to be offended for on somebody else's behalf more so than anybody else on the planet, right? They are going to come to the defense of everybody, right? Because they, they just they get this um, white white woman savior syndrome or whatever it is. But it's very clear that he's has a bit, right? And he's got a wig and and and, and the chest hair and all that stuff. And we'll get to Bobby soon enough, but her whole thing is just like this incredibly dry. It's like the joke is that it's not a joke, right? And maybe we'll be able to connect these two eventually. It's like my whole shtick is that I don't have a joke and it's just one giant boob and one small. Anyways, um, yeah, so maybe this isn't for everybody. That's totally fine. And you'll notice how we can be on here talking about this, but I haven't taken a TikTok or Instagram to make a video solely bashing Bobby Althoff, although maybe I should, so we can gain some clout of our own. Different <laughs> different story. Um, but it definitely <clears throat> says something about why they have to take time out of their day 
to make sure that everybody hears their virtue signal about why Ben Bankus is racist. Well, what I don't get is the people who dedicate their 15, 20, 30 minutes, YouTubers that do this thing where they're doing a full takedown. This person sucks, but I'm going to spend like the next three hours uh, for the next five days making a video and editing about these people. Whereas these are clearly, you know, I would wager that these women, their profession is not to be professional TikTokers. And then they're going out of their way, like you said, to be offended. And what we didn't see, which we'll see in this next video, is that they want to get him canceled. They want to get his venues canceled for comedy, which is absolutely insane. So two places did cancel him. But this isn't the first time that this happened. I've covered it multiple times, at least two other times where Ben's been canceled at venues because they said he was offensive. This happened to... Um, Danny Polishuk, who you might know from Ryan Long's videos, he was at the same venue Ben got canceled at. They canceled all these guys because it was too offensive. Uh, Dave Chappelle got canceled. They moved it across the street in Chicago. So this happens all the time when would-be comedy theaters cancel things based on jokes that their staff find find offensive, which is ridiculous, of course, but it's their freedom to do this. Now... These people could just, you know, change the channel, but they won't do that. They're going to call up uh, ABC or whoever it is and say uh, Roseanne offended me on Twitter, or they're going to call up Comedy Central and say South Park is offending me as well. And they think that they're doing the good thing. If you don't agree with me, I'm doing the good thing. And you're going to see this other guy who thinks he's really doing a great thing. Um, You know, everything's racist against Asians. at At least it's an Asian guy, right? At least... I guess that's a step in the right direction. Somebody but it's still can... comedy. And this guy, you're going to come out of this, this. I'm confident, Eric, you're going to come out of this the same as me. And you're going to say, wow, this guy's a loser. And, or other words that I won't say in the first third of the podcast yet. <laughs> wow, this guy's a loser. Let's talk about this racist. This is Canada's most famously <laughs> racist. <laughs> that's how he, that's already six seconds of, this comedian Ben Bankus, who unironically likes to call out people for blackfacing while he essentially does the same again we're another seven things unironically no he's making fun of the prime minister that's not unironically he's not saying I'm so offended by Justin Trudeau oh my goodness thing to Asian people while mocking a Chinese accent bro it is me Olivia Chow and I am very upset today. And he's not just xenophobic, he's heavily anti-Asian, anti-people of color, and gee, I wonder what he could be saying about black people while making handguns. Oh, uh, the black people can go bang bang. Poor making this gesture, shall we take a look? And maybe a little fentanyl for the homeless. Or, you know, literally dehumanizing Chinese people so that he can mock their accent. I am the Chinese half monkey half human hybrid animal that's a coronavirus joke if if this this guy doesn't get the context of this stupid face filter joke it was invented in a laboratory in wuhan and while he most often uses his offensive accent to mimic olivia chow he seems to most often go after asian women you know typically that's a sign of such a courageous man and ben here actually tried to run hold up I, what i don't understand is why going after specifically Chinese women is sarcastically a courageous man. What about specifically Chinese 
women makes it a lower target in this guy's eyes. That's kind of a weird thing to say, Eric, that specifically Asian women is like more of a soft target. Not to mention, he's talking about two of the most powerful women in the entire country, the head of the health for the country and the mayor of the the largest city. Yeah, but this is what they do. This is exactly what they do, right? They have to make, they have to, they're constantly full of the soft bigotry of low expectation, right? I mean, it, it, it always goes full circle, right? So you're so, you're so woke and unracist that you become racist all over again. <laughs> it happens every single time. And I the think horseshoe. this guy's doing, bit, I think, exactly. I think this guy's doing been a solid. I haven't watched any of these clips, but they're actually pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is, I mentioned Tony Hinchcliffe before he's a product of being canceled and making him much more famous. And this is going to make Ben Bankus much more famous. For mayor of Toronto against Olivia Chow, claiming that the whole thing was a joke campaign, but it's kind of pretty obvious that he actually took it pretty seriously. I just want to let you guys know that I am actually running for mayor. I don't think you guys realize it's like... I know it's a joke. I know I'm being hilarious, but I'm on the ballot, baby. And you can vote for Ben Bankus, June 26th for mayor of Toronto. Who's voting? And Eric, this is like a Vice article where the person just discovers something and they write it from this position of authority where they know everything about it. Has he not seen the videos where Ben Bankus is the doing his mayoral campaign video in a rainbow suit saying he wants to ban everyone who isn't trans from Toronto, like that sort of thing. This is like, this guy discovers him, does like three minutes of research by watching his videos. And he's like, I know what's going on here. Uh, he's serious about it. And I'm taking him down. Cause he's racist. He's, you're just a loser. dude. Like imagine this guy waking up in the morning and describing what he's doing. He's and. To somebody else, he's going to say, I saw, found this comedian who says that he's joking. He's a stand, a booked stand-up comedian who does jokes by doing a over-the-top, obviously stupid Chinese accent about women in the government. And then he ran for the mayor of Toronto. And I'm going to, and somebody might say, why are you doing this video? Because I believe it's racist and I think he needs to be exposed. And I think people need to call the venues he's going to to stop him from spreading hate speech. You'd be like, don't you have anything better to do with your day? Like, just don't watch it. <laughs> like, I don't understand how this guy can explain what he's doing, Eric, without saying that he's a really good person for doing what he's doing and other people aren't if they're not doing that. Does that make sense? Well, this guy, I mean, maybe, but you always, <laughs> you're, you're great at giving these people, um, giving these people the benefit of the doubt and and taking what they're doing with some like un, under the guise that they are actually genuine which of course they are not this guy's just late to the party right he doesn't he doesn't care he doesn't know if this is right he and when he goes home at night he's he's not worried about this he just is late to the party and in and the idea that he can gain some sort of steam by playing the racism card right so he's he doesn't realize that it's all kind of collapsing and he's just, I don't know, six months or maybe a year, maybe 18 months even, just too late, right? So he's trying to get his his cloud up. He's trying to get his social media going by claiming racism, but it's just a little bit too late and he doesn't realize that it's all, which 
Which makes sense because if you think about it, the mainstream media is always six months to a year behind. Like <laughs> CNN's running articles, running articles last week about um, San Francisco being, you know, being overrun with shoplifters. It's like, yeah, bro, you guys were robbed, right? Like <laughs> this is the CNN. Like they're they're just late to the party. None of it's genuine. So kudos to you for constantly giving these people the benefit of the doubt and pretending that what they're saying is is actually real but none of it's real it's just um like like ben ben's thing is clearly he is a comedian we all know that this guy is trying to find his footing in, in something he's not funny so he can't do comedy he probably has <laughs> nothing nothing valuable to say he may or may not know anything about one like thing, i mean you could be a um you know a hollywood commentator or a a, a sneakerhead or a, um you know, it, you could be into cars. Like, he just doesn't have anything. So this is, like, the low-hanging fruit, and he doesn't realize it's all collapsing already. So that's what I think, obviously. Makes these videos, and then you're right. Can we, can I, we go directly to his profile? Can we see what his... I his... did go to his profile. It's like, uh, what's it say there? Etch-a-sketch? So maybe he is a comedian. Etch-a-sketch. TikToker. Like... We're going to get this for you through the magic of the internet. Ed, 350, co-founder of Cooks, co-host of What's in the Shabal Asian Things. I mean... Okay, so he can do Asian things, but nobody else can do Asian things. That's what it sounds like. So that's his last video of Ben Bankus. He has one that's 1.7 million. Let's check Here that out. Here come the consequence, consequence, consequence. Oh, hey, Chuck. You remember yourself from such hits as... No, you hit my car. I know I did. You're not like... Speak English, okay? So his bit, Eric, is to find people who are being mean and exposing them to the rest of the world. He is he not so, on Instagram? Um, I guess we could check his link tree. Um, but it, it appears that he is a guy who thinks he's a very good person. And does his best to out people. Here's his Instagram, five thousand. So, t TikTok is his, his the, and there his spiel. There's that's the that's the key, right? TikTok, the algorithm is is all completely it's com completely whacked out, right? So he's got three hundred and fifty thousand on TikTok and five thousand on Instagram because TikTok is pumping people full of nonsense. Instagram, I guess, is a little bit closer to reality a tiny bit and that and there's your problem that's why i mean they're pumping it to to i don't even know who's behind the zoomers who's younger than the zoomers i don't even know <laughs> they're pump they're pumping it to kids to try to get them on this train but in in a in a tiny bit on instagram that is again i'm not i can't believe i'm giving instagram this much credit but it is a little bit closer to reality well, I just think that they don't want to be involved in this sort of controversial stuff in the Western medias. Um, but it, but, but the, the algorithm, the, that's why people, okay, like Bobby Aldhoff even or whatever, I think she's got like 5 million or something crazy on TikTok versus 1 million on Instagram. So it's just cl clearly there's something happening there. Well, it's the classic how everybody says... Um, TikTok in America, they want to, you know, they want to mess with America. They want to mess with their minds. Yes, correct. Because they push garbage. Whereas, like, uh, obviously, Meta is not a corporation I'm going to hang my hat on, but they don't want you to talk about controversial things. They don't want, they want you to 
look at uh, the fitness and this, people. For the record, they want you to look at the non-offensive comedy. Go ahead. Well, for the record, this isn't. It's not controversial. It's a comedian doing bits. Yeah, but the idea that this guy is saying that this person's racist is a topic that they don't want you to spend time on on Facebook and Instagram. You know what I mean? Like they want you to be like, oh, happiness and rappers are mean to each other and that sort of thing. Um, Cooking videos, a lot of cooking videos. Garlic on fee. This guy wants you to believe that he is a good person and he's doing the right thing by going and finding these racist people in like small town, wherever USA being racist or whatever. I don't know the context of that video. I found somebody on the Internet who's being mean. Let's expose them. That's like you're a loser. This is what a loser does, Eric. Imagine you did this in real life. Imagine he didn't have the Internet to do this. He's doing an investigation, like a forensic investigation to go find this guy's make and model of car. He goes and looks that up. He does a background check. He finds out the guy's license plate number is Steve Johnson from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then he starts doing leaflets around the neighborhood of how Steve's a racist. And look at this picture of how he abused this Asian woman. That's the equivalent. It's just that he's able to do this digitally. So he doesn't have to do he, he he can do it the lazy way and he doesn't have to do the legwork and he just wants you to believe he's a good person through minimal effort. I can go online and just be like, Nancy Pelosi is a bad person. I'm actually a good person. This is why you should follow me because Nancy Pelosi, you know, takes stocks away from people and she manipulates the stock market allegedly. And therefore, I think that you should go to Nancy Pelosi's house. You should heckle her like that's the inverted reasoning, whereas this guy's just picking on random people other than comedians that he thinks are, you know, bad people. And I, and I think society has its way of sorting that out without the etch a sketch guy doing it. But he thinks he's Batman, Eric. He thinks he's Batman of the Internet to tr- keep track of these people and, you know, force them into doing the right thing by shaming them publicly. That's what I think. And you've been talking about this Bobby Althoff girl, so we might as well cover her next. We um, mentioned her with Drake a few weeks ago because this is, uh, and I read up a bit on her more so because, you know, we get a complaint about Richie the Baba or um, who else did they complain about that we didn't do enough research on? You specifically. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, no. I, I, don't, I don't have to do research, right? <laughs> But the point is, is she got much bigger from her Drake podcast because, you know, the rap, the old rap heads were mad that Drake was doing a Gen Z podcast and, you know, Instagram loves celebrities. So this girl got much bigger. And apparently she her bit, as you were correctly pointing out, is that she is deadpan. That's her bit. Um, And she's a, a mother influencer, like a mom influencer, they call it. And that's mommy blogging. Yeah. But um, I guess she found her bit. But this is her getting interviewed by a guy, and she doesn't like. Um, but okay, this can, can... Lander, but she doesn't like his direct questions and where they're going. I don't get anything but... from this. I spent money today to be here. Don't you monetize this in some way, even Not with the all. equity of the following that you build on? What Not is it, TikTok? All. I make zero dollars from being here. What's driving lost, you to do this? I lost a thousand dollars today. This was a thousand dollars in total. How much is this an hour? I don't know, two fifty. Do you think that it may have behooved you to not be fifteen minutes late then? No. <laughs> I needed to pump for the kids that hate me at home. Good mom. 
Mm-hmm. No. Just wanted to get away from them for a little while, so I came here. How many kids? Two. Are they white or black? <laughs> what do you mean? What color? Uh, what color are your kids? They're they're white. Are you glad? What do you mean? Are you glad that your are kids you are white? Trying to get me canceled. This is your podcast. You can put out whatever you want. I'm just curious if you're glad that your kids are white. You played basketball in high school? Did you? What is this thing? Either this is planned, Eric, or this guy almost got her to break. And it's true. TikTokers, they don't make money off of TikTok. It's not monetizable. But they have sponsors, obviously. She's getting sponsored by people or else there's no way she would be able to, you know, completely do this all the time. But he almost got her to break, and that's the difference there, is that she fancies herself as a comedian, but this comedian's going to tell, gonna show her that she can't actually, you know, she can't actually I, I don't, pursue. I, I'm missing, I'm missing, uh, what, do, I, what do you mean he almost got her? I, I didn't pick it. That was nothing he, to me. I don't understand where, what you saw that I didn't see. There. I saw that he said that, he said, what color are your children? And she's like, you're trying to get me canceled. Why are you why are you asking me that? And he's like, you can't, you can say whatever you want on your podcast. She clearly has sponsorships and has a reputation to get people like Drake on her show. So she can't be talking about things like that, even in a joking sense. That's what I got from that. I, I disagree. Cause I think she said, I think she basically used that exact same joke in a different interview with funny Marco, where she says something very similar along the lines of, what are you trying to get me canceled when he's, he's asking her about like what her favorite rapper is or something like that. Um, so I, I, I don't know. My, my thing is, um, you know, the other guy, the, the, the other TikToker we just discussed, he can go out and talk about how everything is, is racist, but he, I am just genuinely trying to figure out here. Like this just to me seems like a flash in the pan. Okay. Like this girl is hugely popular for two weeks, and then we will never hear from her again. There, there's, there's, it's just. This maybe maybe not... I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she will be a movie star. Maybe she will have a hugely popular podcast more so than Joe Rogan. I could be completely wrong, but this has the the shelf life of you know tuna flavored ice cream or something. It, it there's it, there's it will not last. I I don't get it. And again, I'm obviously not an expert here, but I I watched thirty almost thirty minutes worth of these clips. Or I don't I don't know exactly. <laughs> is this all it is? Is like these like she's just doing these TikTok style things? Like she's not a comedian then. I wouldn't classify her as like she's clearly doing this for. She's got her other videos where it's it's supposed to be funny. We're well, he, dancing around stupidly, which for some reason ninety thousand women think is a form of comedy. If I dance stupidly, therefore it's comedy. It's well, not. It's, it's retarded. But she she's obviously doing this for sexual attention at the same time. Well, here's what I'm understanding: live processing live in real time right now. She gets the W because it's awful, and we're talking about it right now. Says Eric, who sent it to me, by the way. Well, yeah, I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I, I was just genuinely trying to understand what the catch was here. And now she wants sexual attention. This is how she started. If this is a majority of her content, which is what this is, she wants sexual attention. 
because this is what far too many women want in the world right now. And she has tried parlayed that into thinking that she's a comedian because people watch her for stuff like that. And that she's actually not that funny. According to us, we could be wrong. There could be people who think she's hilarious. We think that dancing awkwardly is a form of comedy. But there's something but- there because love it or hate it. Drake is probably fairly tough to get a hold of. I, I don't know. I'm he sure. Hasn't a- answered my emails. But this is not comedy. This we're we're running the parallels here of of canceling Ben Bankus for not being funny. But we're not telling you to cancel this girl. We're just telling you that this is not comedy. <laughs> like, like no, this no, is, no, no. This is I kind of the problem. Asking, I am asking if this is comedy. Perhaps it is. It is not. No. Okay. okay. This is a girl who's got such a reach that she's able to command high value talent on her podcast. And she's trying to pretend that she's a com- comedian, but she really isn't. It's like, know your lane. Whereas we have the other thing where it's like, you find Ben Bank is not funny. Just don't watch him. I'm going to continue not to watch this girl, but I'm also not going to try to, uh, you know, ruin her life by saying, go and call the call Drake's people up. Tell them she's anti-Semitic and the world will be a better place. But, but here's another difference, too, between Ben Bankus and this young lady is that she has she has tripped the algorithm somehow, some way. So it was a week or two ago where her interviews po- posted directly from her, posted from the other the people that she was interviewing, posted from third party, you know, podcast mm-hmm. accounts. I mean, it was just everywhere. Like it just seemingly, seemingly, I'm not going to take anything away from this young lady's work ethic, however long she's been doing this, but seemingly one day, my entire Explore page on Instagram is this girl's lopsided tits. <laughs> Uopod.com, please subscribe if you haven't already. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you for everybody watching on Rumble and Getter. We appreciate you guys. If you can't catch the full podcast, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts. Everywhere you get a friggin' podcast, Julian, we're on it. That's a Trailer Park Boys reference. So... <laughs> We're even on Twitter. We're we're everywhere. Like you City TV, if you're from Toronto. Pardon? X. X, excuse me. By exhibit, X. Or DMX, if you prefer. Um, Greta Thunberg, who, you know, we covered her a couple months ago about how she retired from activism because she finally graduated, was it university or high school? I don't even remember. But she basically said she's not going to be doing the activism anymore which we took as, you know, she doesn't have the time or the will to go and participate in actual protests because it's not worth it. She's too famous for that anymore or at this point. So she's put she put out, um, I think, a TikTok, a very TikTok heavy episode here. Eric. She put out a video with a what looked to be a, a woman, in my opinion. We can all judge for ourselves. Basically, where she makes fun of herself and people are taking this as, you know, Greta isn't actually that serious about what she's doing, which is pretty obvious. Again, um, uh, I, I could go either way. Let's let's watch it. So there I was, barbecue sauce on my titties. Oh, I'm so sorry. How dare you! You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet- so she's making fun of herself. I don't know what the big deal is. Is you have a problem. You call this girl fake and that she doesn't know what she's talking about and which is true. She doesn't know what she's talking about and they, they pumped her out there to try to be 
somebody who pulls on your heartstrings, but then she doesn't take herself seriously. And you're just like, how dare she not take herself seriously, Eric? I think it's the whole um, adage that, you know, conservative people can't take a joke in some instances. And they really they want to take everybody down, even though they desperately want to be part of that culture. How, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, it's you have to you got to keep that same energy, right? Like if you think she is completely fake and phony and then she makes a joke about what she said a couple of years ago, then yeah, that's par for the course. It makes perfect sense. So unfortunately I think, yeah, I mean, the joke is on you, right? Like, <laughs> right. Isn't that what the, what did the, uh, what was the phrase that was, on, she's laughing at you all or something that was. Yeah. Laugh, Greta Thunberg laughing at you all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she correct. She is, she's, I'm assuming fairly wealthy at this point for basically skipping class. So uh, in this strange world that we live in, Greta takes the W. So Bobby Althoff takes a W because we're talking about how bad her comedy may or may not be. Greta Thunberg takes the W because the joke was on you the entire time. Just like the big boob teacher, just like the the rugby ma'am from last week. Um, meanwhile, a guy like Ben Bankis may or may not take a W, right? Like they're going to put him through the ringer. And as much as I don't follow Ben Bankis's content, like he, he seems to at least put in actual work to be a comedian, but is he reaping the benefits that these, these other personalities are getting for, I mean, we're, bro, we're, it's absolutely clown world backwards bizarro <laughs> upside down nonsense like a guy can work for years you know taking taking actual risk putting together actual shows when they're then when the government is threatening to arrest people and 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 get get nothing from it while a girl a, a young woman who just turns 18 and is famous for skipping class is going to be hugely rich and famous. I mean, it's, we reached the peak, bro. I think what's monetizable now is lying. And it's not lying to people's faces. It's pretending like you're doing something real and it's actually based on a lie, which it has been for a long time. If you think about how television and everything, reality <laughs> TV is work. Acting acting um but in the sense where people think it's real i mean um like you know how uh the reality shows and one one comes to mind where it was called um lagoon i think it was laguna beach but the one after that the hills it was a teen show when we were younger eric very white kid show and everybody went crazy about it it was a drama and like um, the characters were crazy and they hate each other and they were real. They were just rich kids from California somewhere and they were nuts because, you know, their privilege went to their head before privilege was a buzzword. But it turns out that they were acting the whole time. Nobody really knew that. And, you know, and one of them dropped... became a political influencer. Yeah. Um, and I think he's a great Spencer Pratt is one of the greatest actors of all time because he had millions of teenagers across the world thinking that he was a psychopath, him and his wife. So that's what happened with that. That was pretending that something was real and it got extremely popular. Greta pretends that she's an actual activist and that gets her lots of attention. Um, pretending that you're something now is how you get 
the clicks, the monetization, pretending that you created a commotion. Um, versus being a being an actual comedian or you exactly know, you it pays to deceive it pays, it pays to, to deceive yeah. and then once you've got your footing once you've gotten that break that viral moment then you can sort of do what you want like this other girl we were talking about the uh bobby hill slash althoff there she <laughs> was doing what she was doing you know just there's a hundred thousand versions of her if not more probably a few million and then she gets her break with Drake, and now all of a sudden she's doing what she wants to do, which is a comedian. So she was pretending this whole time that she wanted to do, like, she was using whatever platform she's got there to push her, you know, slut content, sorry to tell you. And then it just turns into, oh, I'm a comedian now, because probably this is what I really wanted to be was a podcaster, which is what a lot of people want to do. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then, <laughs> you know, you just fake it till you make it. It's the old saying. So, what so Drake- let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I, I want to. This is a little bit off track, but since we have dabbled in the hills and uh, Laguna Beach, could that show? Could we even get remotely close to making that show today? Because, like you said, their privilege back in two thousand four or whatever went to their head. But could, would it just be considered just plain old right white privilege today, and it would never happen? I mean, I don't even know what's like. Does T? I mean, obviously TV still exists, but like. I think what's it could in work. that sector? What's in that sector now? Like, it's oh, it's all, all the react. It's it's all the um the dating shows. Um, it's all the you know the sex island shows, the dating shows where they like have all these people and yeah, but you know, are they they're supposed to be in relationships? It's all them like pretending like they're there to find love still, but they've done it in a way now where it's like, is that how Leo got famous? His is the Bachelorette. Yeah, but this is a little bit more advanced because these are people who are pretending to be in relationships. So they come on there and it's like they're doing this this thing and then it turns out, actually, we didn't want to be like we're cheating. There has to be this thing that hooks people in and being just on a reality show for dating isn't enough anymore. It has to be like that you've che- you're cheating. So it's taboo or you're doing something else. I think we could pull off a current day um whatever it was called the hills today a, the same way in pretending that these people are so white privileged that would be the focus not that which it was back in the day where you know spencer's crazy and his friends controlling and he's controlling of her and she hates her friends and all this stuff today eric it would be um andrew says goes out and he pushes his way to the front of the line because he's white and he knows he's rich and famous and he's probably just like, yeah, but I'm more famous than you. And like, I like, to be honest, nobody really cares what you have to think. And he says it to a group of black people and then people are watching. They're like, Oh my God, can you believe this guy? He actually thinks that he is better than people because, and he admits he has white privilege and he uses it to his advantage. That's where the, ang- the outrage where, angle would be. Where um, I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious here. I mean, where is it? That's on Netflix now, though. Like, where is that coming from? Like, that's going to be on our YouTube. No, but like those shows, like uh, it's Netflix now or I mean, does anybody actually turn on the TV and change the channel anymore? Like, no, those are the TLCs and the uh, A&E's, Eric. So there's somebody still watching that stuff. 90 day fiance. That's the other thing. See, it has to come from this genuine angle. now. but But logistically. I get what you're saying, but where are people even tuning into that? How does that even on the TV you... or on an app that's you owned by the ch- actual channel? But or they're just you know a lot of these 
TV shows get memed into oblivion, and then these girls say, hey, I want to check this out. So they might download it. I'm sure they lose tons of money downloading it, but it's much easier to find the places that are um, uploading your shows these days and then either taking it down or getting that getting a piece of the action. 90 day that's hugely popular i I, yes it is that's one that i didn't i I couldn't name one person off the show but i can name two or three people that i know that exactly have stake in this which is crazy to me yeah and the angle now is you know they're looking for love they want to do this but and, and that's the side story we're doing it for good reasons and then all the insanity ensues after that it could still be entirely acting we don't know but that's that's what you have to do is you have to find out how to hook people in to this reality by getting them to bypass something. If we bypass the fact that uh, they're in a relationship and they're actually getting married for love, there's also a, one called Married at First Sight. Have you heard of this one where people no. literally oh that, get I married without no, meeting each other? I think I have yeah. heard of that. So let's get back to Greta here. She was, you know, she said she was retiring from activism, but she got arrested she couldn't help herself. Maybe it was too close to home in Malmo, Sweden. Uh, on Monday, just hours, a local uh, court fined her for disobeying a police order during protests last month. So she's just going on her streak of getting arrested. And if you don't believe me, go back and check. She said that she's not going to be doing as much activism now that she's graduated. But clearly, when the opportunity presents her, presents itself, Greta's going to throw herself on the pavement. Like, how much of it? Like, let's say you've got like a hundred grand in the bank, which she might even 50 grand. How much is this upwards of a thousand dollar fine going to cost you versus the publicity she's going to get from doing this? So, come out to talk, right? Well, she's smiling, Eric. She's smiling and she's dragging her feet. Like, it's so pathetic. Why does she have the body of a teenage skater boy, Eric? But she's seeing she's seeing these uh, stop oil protesters, and she's like, "Shit, that stuff looks easy. I'm gonna go sit in the middle of a road and then get dragged off." She's all limp while she's smiling. She's like, "This is money coming in," and she's getting dragged off. You can't see my arms. Hold on. She's limp. She's getting dragged, and she's thinking about how much publicity this is gonna get her. Meanwhile, she's got her tucked-in T-shirt with her sleeve rolled up, like she's got a pack of smokes in there. I mean, come on. It doesn't get any easier than this for Greta, I think. Um, yeah, well, I'm genuinely curious, and we don't, you know, maybe this is something that will take more deep dive research, but how is she monetizing this? Like, I, I mean, who, who, how is it, like... Should we try getting, to find that out? I, I, I don't know. But also, so yeah, how is she, like, realistically, how is she monetizing this? But secondly... This is, it's quite obvious that this no longer has, I mean, obviously climate change, which in now YouTube, of course, has their little flag. So when you use the words climate change, they put up uh, disclaimers and missing context, go to Wikipedia, all this, you know, nonsense. Um, so that's obviously a complete hoax, um, which is arguably, and I think I've mentioned this before, um, 
is arguably more manipulative and more um, deceitful and more evil, just plainly, than the gender ideology because the goalposts can move indefinitely, forever, right? We've seen it uh, with ozone layer, global warming, global heating, climate change, um, you know, climate crisis. I think uh, Paul Joseph Watson did a pretty good video recently about um, global boiling, they call it now. I mean, it's just through the roof. The goalposts can move forever, which isn't the same. As much as the, the gender activists and the gender ideologues want to continue to move the goalpost, we all know, even they know that theirs is coming to an end. They're going to hit a wall and there's going to be nothing, nothing more you can do, right? So it was just, you know, gay and bi and trans and, <laughs> and then, but, but there's gonna, they're, they're going to hit a wall, right? Like that much is true. The climate people can do this for decades and just keep changing that this keep, mm -hmm. keep um, claiming that the science is evolving. So I said all that to say, how is she actually monetizing this? And B, um, it's not, it's obviously not about climate change anymore. So it is about the monetization. I'm just genuinely curious as to how this is actually being monetized because it's got nothing to do with climate anymore. And if it did, that would still be fake also. So it doesn't even matter. Well, according to this website, the market realist, she's getting it from a lot of prizes she wins. So first thing, she had a book come out earlier this year. I had no idea. Uh, from Penguin Press. That's probably a couple hundred grand she got. A, that's the number one printing company. Jordan Peterson's under them, for example. Terrible company in terms of, you know, ESG stuff. And then they said that she gets all these prizes, which come with monetary sums, but she gives them away. So there was one... She got a $100,000 prize um, from UNICEF, or she got an award. I don't know what it says. For example, UNICEF announced that Thunberg would donate a $100,000 award from her NGO Human Act, to, Human Act to campaign supporting child rights during the COVID child what rights, that, which means does, transgender stuff, of course. What other child rights are there? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That, does, that's, that, that phrase is fake. Exactly. So Thunberg pledged to Twitter to donate 1.14 million of prize of prize money, not the prize money from an inaugural uh, Gulbenkian prize for humanity, humanity, not humanity. We'll find out how much of that is worth um, in total. My guess, Eric, it's 1 million euros. So probably a bit more than 1.14 million. Um, my guess, Eric, is that her parents run a nonprofit of some kind and they put the money into that, which probably nonprofit. Exactly. Which pays them a salary because I don't know if people understand that nonprofits literally all they have to do is account for all their money. That doesn't mean they don't make money, but they have to put it towards something. They just can't take a profit at the end and say, hey, we're giving out bonuses. So a nonprofit can say um, a person who does marketing or whatever, gets 200 grand a year. That's how much we pay them. And then what did we do with our excess money? Well, we did a company retreat or we upgraded our, our facility. As long as the money is accounted for and is not just done through a bonus system, then that's a nonprofit. So technically you're not taking profits at the end of the day to just insert into somebody's bank account. 
So you could say, we're giving this person a raise for this position, that sort of thing. And that's my guess, is that she's got some sort of thing set up where her parents or somebody else's name is on it. And then the, oh, we're, we're going to give the money to this per, uh, place. And then they do the donations for us. And even if she's giving $1 million, she's probably doing that over you know 10 years or something. So it's not just this lump sum, because that would be stupid. It would be stupid, and I don't believe that she's doing it. Um, so I guess she's making money off of... She. It doesn't say that she's donating her money from her book deal. Why would you do that? She probably has appearance fees, Eric. Why would you donate that? Well, the things that well, she well, wait, well, gets publicly paid for, like a prize, she's this... probably going to make herself okay. look good for that. Okay. Um, Greta getting an appearance fee is... 100% proof. I forget what we were talking about that there's a market for everything. Who, what organization in their right mind is going to give that woman one red cent to show up at their event? That is proof that people, the UN, for anything. <laughs> you want a 19 year old girl who could barely put together a sentence who was made famous for skipping class? You're going to pay her to show up at your event? How? Yeah, they are. Of That's course they are. That, she was but, fine. And, and what, and what she gonna, so, so her mom and dad are going to write a little, uh, a twenty-minute speech for her. She's not going to take any questions. She can't go off script. She's still, and look, she's she's of age now, but she's still dumb as a box of rocks. She's not going to be able to wing anything at all. She is she, as far as I can tell. I mean, we remember the old clips of her uh, of people asking her questions that weren't on the script, and she couldn't even. Oh, 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 I, ew, oh! Can you? I'm not sure. I will have to ask father. About that. whatever the, <laughs> whatever is going on. The point is, sh sure, I don't care. Keep all the money. Don't we don't have to be a nonprofit. We don't have to donate and all this stuff. I could care any less about that. The moral of the story here is anybody, any entity that is giving her one dollar, one Uber ride, a subway sandwich, whatever it might be, for her to show up at their event is absolutely out of their mind. It cannot be real. The real name of Greta is actually hilarious. I just found Greta Tintin Eleonora Ernman Thunberg. Tintin, the, <laughs> the Belgian cartoon character who rides around on trains with his little dog, his schnauzer. I thought the dog Wild. name was Tintin. Are you but... sure about that? No, absolutely not. I just she looks dog. like a the marshmallow character. She yeah, yeah, she got the little blue. Yeah. She's an adorable person with special needs. Um, Patreon.com slash UOPod we're going to bring up, Eric, I think, in wake of Greta's. Uh, Greta would want us to make donations. Greta. Oh, I think. Greta would want us to take donations and she would want us to promote charity such as Patreon.com slash UOPod where you can donate to us monthly. And we have a bonus podcast every single week. We film it during the week. Um, people don't know this, but we actually kiss on stream through the camera. Oh, um, Jesus full Christ. frontal nudity. <laughs> and uh, you can donate to see that. Plus, no censorship. We can fu show full clips because there's no copyright stuff, which we would never do because that would be illegal to profit off of that. And, you know, full-blown fresh podcast every week so if you enjoy this <laughs> podcast at the very least we need you to subscribe and share um our numbers have been up recently not show gonna fee. lie 
Definitely show feet. Then. We got to show the feet. We've been growing <laughs> the last couple of weeks, especially. We've had a lot more viewers, and we appreciate that. We want to keep it going. The algorithm were demonetized immediately. As soon as this podcast went up today, it wasn't demonetized on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is sweet." Can and we call, I, can we can we say that's racist? I think it might be racist why they keep it. It is. You're a black okay. creator, and they're not allowing you to monetize your podcast. Um, but then I refreshed the page, and it was demonetized. So God challenged that. Last week's, of course, like I said, like clockwork, it gets uh, monetized throughout the week. So patreon.com slash uopod, just 10 measly Canadian dollars a week. And that's like $6 US, by the way. Last story is a controversial person on this podcast. It's Richie the Barber, who Eric gets a lot of heat for not believing. I mean, last time we did a deep dive. So the first... Um, time we commented on this guy we didn't well, let's really not, look... let's not there was never a deep dive i, I don't well think we looked ever... at a bunch of his content okay. that's deep in this day and age <laughs> and we discovered that we weren't really big fans because he was doing the whole like his content descriptions were out of date and it talked about how like i don't even remember much like it was talked about how he tattooed his face as a clown it's basically like a bit i want to and he was a barber to the stars and a tattoo artist and now everybody's commenting on these videos of ours that like he's actually found jesus and he's a christian now as we can see he's wearing a jesus shirt which which believer and a jesus hat yeah Yeah, what kind of non-believer would wear a jesus shirt you know um and so he's talking about angry and judgmental christians here and this is our shameful um you know triggering of the day no sound they do it in my face, like, mm. well, I know the Bible. I know this. And I know that. I'm like, okay, cool. Why are you mad at me? I thought we we're all on the same team, Jesus. Yeah. What the heck are you doing? Why are you trying to diffuse my flame? Yeah. Why don't you fan my flame? Yep. I mean, holy fire. Come, come on, on, dude. Come on. And then you got the Christians that look at me and they're like, what? wait, wait, is this a joke? I'm yeah. all, dude, I'm not clowning. And then they go, well, why are you all on fire, Mall's God? Mm. Don't you believe in God? Mm. And they go, well, there's no way. And then they get the messages and they look at me straight in the face and they go, and we'll see about it in six months more. Yeah, you're yeah, Christian, and you're looking at me, and yeah. you're telling me, "Why aren't you encouraging me? Yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah. What the heck are you doing? When God moves, He moves." If this is real, Eric, then I so agree uh, with him. Uh, uh, but I don't think I think this is a bit. Still, he says, "I'm not clowning." That's obviously a joke. You're wearing a hat that says Jesus, a Jesus shirt. You've got a tattoo of a cross in the middle of your forehead, bruh. Richie the Barber, come on the show. We'll have it out. Well, I, look. First of all, maybe I should maybe I should revisit the old video and read some of the com- uh, comments because I don't maybe. I don't know what what people are so angry. I don't even remember what I said. Is that something along the lines of, you know, why are we? T- I mean, the guy wants to look like a clown. He's gone out of his way. We're not talking about a little bit of hair dye. Right, we're talking. It's because about- it was a video about how he went to a satanic party. Remember? Oh yeah. And everybody yeah, yeah. was like, and "You gotta believe him, bro." And then we were like, "We don't believe him." In the second video, we said, uh, "Let's look at more of his content." And he w- he didn't name names. They say he names names. We haven't seen it yet. Send it to us. Link us the video of bro, him naming okay. names. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This guy's a content creator. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> if you want to, if you you would put the. And maybe he, maybe he's not the one doing it, or he's just letting the letting the third party accounts post the clips or whatever it is. But 
are we all going to sit here and pretend like he wouldn't get more clips and go more viral by actually dropping the names? Right? And then and then he did drop what? He dropped one name or somebody's name. Keanu? And said, yeah, Keanu Reeves. And then said, I can't tell you. Okay, well, look. There's no way that you're going to convince me. And look, I got nothing against this guy. Like, we can, you know, uh, go grab a coffee or eat pizza and beer or whatever it is. But you're not going to convince me that this guy who has gone well out of his way. We're not talking. Look, we're not talking. Who, who's the guy that played Joker in the recent Joker movie? We're not Joaquin talking about. Phoenix? Little, yeah, we're not talking about a little face paint. Now, Joaquin Phoenix, he did go all the way. He lost a bunch of weight. And that's a different story. But, you know, we're not talking about a little face paint. We're not talking about, you know, uh, some some big shoes and suspenders or whatever it is. We're talking about a full-blown permanent ta face tattoos to make you look like a clown and then pretend like, why don't these people take me seriously? What, bro? Give me a break. Come on, dog leg. Let's watch a video of Richie the Barber. It's called Richie the Barber Testimony Live in Church. So I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I think he's going to be doing some Christly-like things. God has given me a lot of. He gave me Pastor Joey. He brought me Pastor Joey and all these men right here. Brother Johan, all the men. He brought me change. But most of all, he brought me freedom. So much of that. I mean, where did I start? I was a drug addict, alcoholic, sex fiend. I was up in Los Angeles, going crazy, partying all the time, partying with celebrities and all that stuff like that. And then came back to Orange County and always knew mm. that it wasn't God, but I was like, yeah, I'll go later. Then why are we still dying the hair and, dr and like, you know what well, I mean? Look, 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 look. I'm not. There's. I'm we're, not. We sound so bad, but it's like. No. No. If, no. Once you start to go with the, you know, the Satanists and the parties and the Hollywood elites. Once you start to jump into my conspiracy realm, dog. I gotta. I gotta make a judgment call on whether or not I believe you when you're making these bold claims. Well. That okay. All all of the all of the stuff about you know what he may or may not know. Fine. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not. By any stretch of the imagination, I'm, you know, I'm not a religious guy. I don't, you know, I'm not super deep into that realm. This guy, I'm not saying he's faking it as far as his beliefs or him being a Christian. Uh, I'm not critical of that at all. My only, po my only point is that you can't pretend to be surprised when people aren't taking you seriously. Now, maybe you did that in your drug addict, you know, sex fiend days in the 90s or early 2000s or whatever, Richie, that's fine. But regardless, it's permanent now, and you sh can't pretend to be surprised when people aren't taking you seriously. That's all. So if you want to explain it, and you want it to, and you want to prove that you know all of these things about the Hollywood elite and, and these parties, then you you have to, especially today, especially in 2023, when everybody's lying. We already discussed earlier in the episode that it is far easier to monetize yourself by simply lying. You can't just put in hard work and tell the truth because that's going to make it much more difficult for you to become rich and successful and famous than just lying. Shout out to Carly Russell. Perfect example, right? That woman lied. Jussie Smollett lied. 
you know, Jesse Fine was on a TV show. Nobody knew the name. Not nobody. Exponentially more people knew the name Jesse Smollett after he lied. Nobody knew the name Carly Russell before she lied about finding a baby on the side of the road. It's all about lying. And unfortunately, we're in a place where a guy who has tattooed himself to look like a clown is going to have to prove what he's saying. I can't just take that at face value. <laughs> um, he's got a video here called Exposing Daniel Radcliffe. And I thought the disclaimer here was pretty interesting. Hey guys, some really strange phenomena has been occurring in our podcasting studio. Eric, you're going to love this. Ever since we started talking about Christianity exposing Hollywood elite rituals, our cameras have been overheating, batteries drained for no apparent reason, missing footage, and YouTube taking down our videos with no explanation as to what rules and guidelines we are breaking. For this episode, footage went completely blank for the first 15 minutes when Richie exposed Daniel Radcliffe, the lead actor of Harry Potter, as a satanic member that Richie met at a Hollywood elite party. Conversation was solved about 15 minutes in. This is scary stuff. Pray for Rich. This this guy's trolling, dude. Then people are coming to his defense. This is like we all we both know. I was gonna say we all know. All producer one and two know that the <laughs> conspiracy community and the 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 freedom convoy community and everything very well meaning people, but they're some of them get duped pretty well. And the people commenting on us on our videos being like. This guy is a Christian now. He's exposing everything. If you believe that their stuff is short-circuiting because they're exposing Satanism, then you believe in special powers. And I know people um, that I've worked with that are that far into it. They th thought that these, uh, what was it, that these women were possessed, like these three, like there's this news story about three schoolgirls getting possessed or something like that. If you believe in that, then that's on you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna step into that realm. So he's saying the claims here. Since they've been exposing Hollywood elite rituals, our cameras have been overheating, um, batteries drained for no apparent reason. These are things that you can't prove. Missing footage. Then he says YouTube taking down our videos with no explanation to us what rules and guidelines we're breaking. That's what they do. That's what they do for everybody. Uh, vaccine misinformation, uh, election meddling stuff, what have you. They'll take down your videos without telling you why. That's their giant corporation. They don't care about you. That's what they do. And then what you've titled the episode about exposing Daniel Radcliffe. Sorry, that was the thumbnail as we, we see. I don't want to be thought to be lying here. I went to popular exposed Daniel Radcliffe. They still titled that, and then they say, oh, the first 15 minutes of the video were actually missing. So because they forgot to hit record, or because it messed up or something, that it was like satanic powers at bay, and he's making these jokes. Eric, the more we look into this, what if the whole channel is about trolling this sort of stuff and people commenting in on our videos are part of the troll and they want to be like, Oh, he's super serious. He found God. And that's the bit. That's well, all I was saying. Well, here's my thing is I can't stress this enough. I am not by any stretch of the imagination saying that Richie, the barber is not a believer in Christ. I'm not going to question his beliefs that, you know, I'm sure he feels passionately about that. My thing is you cannot act surprised when people question it because you look, Really quite silly. That's all I'm saying. Unbelievable that you would say that. Patreon.com slash UOPod. Shout out Paulie Walnuts in the chat. He said, salute, gentlemen. That better not be a racist thing. Eric's black, if you didn't know. Um, Patreon.com slash UOPod. 
Eric's a big fan of Richie the Barber. He's going to go get a clown face tattoo. I mean, if this is an entire troll, Eric, then I'm a fan. If that's the whole bit is troll is trolling and pretending and saying that the devil's shutting off your cameras. I'm a fan of that. If this is a real excuse and we think it's the special powers, then I, I got a show for you. It's called the Osbournes watch paranormal stuff. It's a great show where Ozzy Osbourne, his wife and his son, Jack watch paranormal videos. Pretty much the same thing. Last words, Eric. Buy my book, New York City 2020. It only gets better with age. Buy his book. Buy his feet pics. Turn it up, Jordan.